Hello, and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 177. And uh, small content warning here on today's blogcast. Um, it references Harvey Weinstein, so it all it thereby also references some of the terrible things Harvey Weinstein has done, uh, although not act like directly. It just acknowledges the existence of uh, some of the many things that he is guilty of. Allegedly. Allegedly. <clears throat> um, so uh, I, I wrote this in response to um, him showing up at an event at a bar um, if maybe a month ago at this point. Um, so it is called What to Do When Weinstein Shows Up at the Bar. When I read about the three people who challenged Harvey Weinstein at a show for young artists, I tried to imagine what I would have done if I'd walked into an event and found him there. I hope I'd have been as brave as Kelly Bachman, Zoe Stuckless, and Amber Rolo, but I don't know. Would I be the first person to say something to him? Probably not. I'm not particularly confrontational. But I would have, I'm fairly certain, created a hex on the spot, and I would have quietly but forcefully cast some kind of spell. I'm not a witch, but I think I'd just become one if I were put in a room with a monster. What I do know I would have done if I were in the room with the repugnant Weinstein and the heroic three, what I do know is that I'd have backed them the fuck up. I hope I would have been a first follower, as Derek Siver puts it in his video. Watch it. It's great. It's all about how the first person to exhibit anomalous behavior can be seen as a weirdo or pariah when they break the norms. When the first guy starts dancing, it's weird. It could go nowhere. It probably will. But then someone comes and joins him, and that someone basically starts the movement. That first follower teaches others how to follow and invites them in. Before long, everyone is dancing. In order to change rape culture, we don't all have to be as brave as Bachman, Stuckless, and Rollo, though Lord knows I wish we could be. But we do all have to get better at backing brave people up. We need to be first followers. That story would have gone a lot differently if the room had supported those women. If Kelly Bachman, the comedian, had been cheered more robustly instead of booed. She was cheered, but only after having been booed. Or if the others came to stand behind and beside those who confronted Weinstein instead of trying to pull them out of the room. We could have had a story about how the people of New York just won't stand for predators instead of a story about just three brave humans. It's clear that fundamentally not much has changed in the culture if women, challenging a known rapist, harasser, and predator, are booed and kicked out of a club for doing so. They should have been supported. The room should have rioted as soon as Weinstein walked in, but it didn't. Social norms took over, and almost everyone decided that politeness was more important than anything else. 
The people who confronted him broke the social norm of politeness, and since there was no first follower, the room expressed its disapproval and spit them out. What was needed in that room, besides Weinstein just simply not being there, was a first follower. Someone to bring the room along, to maybe get a chant going after Bachman's set. Maybe a, remove the elephant from the room. Or, rape whistle, rape whistle, toot, toot, toot. And just scream it until Weinstein gets his predatory ass up out of that cushy booth and hightails it out of there. It's not a surprise that this particular room was the way it was. In other places, Weinstein might have been booed the minute he walked in the door, as he should be. But there is not a more malleable, sycophantic population than a bunch of show people trying to make it in the business. In this particular room, everyone but the three women decided that they'd rather have Weinstein see their work, maybe even give them a gig, than deal with his problematic presence. I know that many people sitting there were thinking, sure, he's a horrifying monster, but maybe he can put me in a movie. That's how he was able to get away with so much for so long in the first place. But some things are more important than politeness. And the people who challenged him knew it. Unfortunately, the rest of the room did not, and they will probably live with the shame of that for some time. They're going to wish they'd stood up and joined in. They're going to wish they'd been a first follower, rather than part of that shameful crowd. I'm guessing you guys already knew about this story. I probably could have prepped that a little bit. Uh, But, you know, go read some of the stuff about it if you you haven't. Um, And uh, if you haven't seen the Derek Sivers video, it's really short. It's like maybe two minutes at the most. And it's the video itself is just of this guy dancing and then his first follower coming to join him and then the rest of the crowd. Um, And Derek Sivers sort of breaking it down. Um, It's just, it's it's so succinct. It's lovely. I just Google Derek Sivers first follower and you'll, you'll get there. Or you can go to the blog, this particular blog, and I link to it under watch it. So you can do that too. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm not sure if I'm misgendering one of the people in the story. I know that Zoe Stuckless uh, uses they, them pronouns. Um, but I saw all three of these people called women in various news sources. So I'm assuming that that's okay. If Zoe Stuckless, if you're listening, um, let me know. And uh, I apologize if I've misgendered you. Um, I cannot tell you how excited I would be if Zoe Douglas was actually listening to this. I, I mean, all three of these women, I tell you. People, all three of these people, let's just go with that just to be safe. All three of these people were uh, just extraordinary. I mean, you know, it, it is interesting, like, you watch the videos and you – maybe you didn't watch the videos. <laughs> I was trying not to watch the videos and then I wrote this piece and I was like, well, I guess i got to watch the videos and see what really happened. Um And, you know, it is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable watching people confront someone um, and deal with the presence of a predator. But, like, that (laughs) – it's it's essential discomfort. It is essential discomfort. Um, If you can can stand it, um, it is interesting to to watch the people try and stop them all 
from saying anything. Yes. So um, what I have here song-wise for you is uh, Sarah Bareilles' Brave. Um, it just seemed like I, I was like, I guess I have to do Brave because I would like for you to be brave. I'd like for all of us to be brave and back up people who are braver than us. Uh, I had complicated responses to the song. Um, I nearly gave it up at least 25 times. <laughs> um, it's not that it's hard to play. It's not that it's like hard to sing. It's just like, I kept being like, I can't do it. Good. <laughs> um, I learned it on guitar and I was playing it on guitar and I couldn't find like the way I wanted to play it. And I just was like, oh, this is terrible. I don't want to do it. Blah, blah, blah. But then I didn't have another song that I could think of that seemed right for this post. So I, um, I like I was literally trying to record it with the guitar and struggling and just being completely dissatisfied with how it sounded and what I could do. And, uh, and then I was like, maybe I should just do it on ukulele. And, uh, and that is what I did. And it worked out much better. Little Dorrit, the ukulele saves the day. <laughs> I think the part of the problem is that there is, I, I, like, I'm, I'm close enough in a, uh, to Sarah Bareilles that it feels like a song that I just would sing normally. And it's, it's different than a song like, Ozzy Osbourne, which is in the previous episode, where you're like, there's no way on earth that Emily Rainbow Davis would ever sing an Ozzy Osbourne song. So there's a way where I can get away with it a lot more. Whereas Sarah Bareilles, like that, that's sort of right in my wheelhouse. And so in order to do it, like what el what else can be done with? She's already done what I could do and better. <laughs> so so it is. It's like uh, it, it was tricky. Anyway. I don't hate what I'm about to give to you here. So so that's really something, because I really did for a while. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so uh, before I give it to you, uh, if you like the podcast, thank you. That is awesome. Um, and the things that you can do to support it are to give it five stars on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Uh, you could write a review. You could tell someone, uh, share it via your social medias. Um, I'm on Twitter at eRainbowD, and, and uh, there's a song for the Songs for the Struggling Artist Facebook page. You could, you could, you know, tag us there. Anyway, do all those things um, if you'd like to support the podcast with some dollars. That would also be awesome, um, and the best, most supportive way is through Patreon. So patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis, uh, or you could do a one-time donation on PayPal or Ko-fi, and I believe that is all. So thank you for listening to my spiel every time about all of the ways to support Every time you do any of those things, it really means the world to me. So thank you. And, and really just listening is also so kind and wonderful. And thank you. There's a lot of podcasts out there. I feel like I used to listen to so many podcasts. I mean, I've always listened to podcasts kind of since, since, since they came into my life and around, what, 2006, 
something like that, 2006, 2007. Um, but like in those days, there weren't that many podcasts. So I'd like listen to all of them and all of the episodes of all the podcasts that I liked. And now I, I'm subscribed to so many podcasts. I am, I feel like I'm behind on absolutely everything. And there are podcasts that I used to not miss an episode of that I, that I barely catch one every month or something. So if you're listening, I, I know what a, what a busy podcast world it is out there. And so I am very grateful to be in your rotation and, and, you know, like not in the dreaded iTunes, like, are you still listening to this podcast category? Anyway, you know that they stop subscribing you if you don't listen on iTunes. I think it's very or it's not that they stop subscribing you. They just stop giving you the podcasts. They stop showing up in your feed. Anyway, you know that if you're, if you're on there, probably. Right. Without further ado, am I stalling? I don't think I'm stalling. But I, I'm going I'm to give you here uh, Brave, written by Sarah Bareilles. You can be amazing. You can turn a phrase into a weapon or a drug. You can be the outcast or be the backlash of somebody's lack of love. Or you can start speaking up. Nothing's gonna hurt you the way that words do when they settle neath your skin. Kept on the inside with no sunlight, sometimes a shadow wins. But I wonder what would happen if you say what you wanna say and let the words fall.
it's fall out Honestly, I wanna see you be brave Just wanna see you I just wanna see you Just wanna see you I wanna see you be brave Just wanna see you I just wanna see you I just wanna see you